Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, listeners, Kevin and I need your help. Yes, we need your help. Please, please, please. We need your stars. We need your reviews, you guys, on iTunes so we can start to climb those iTunes rating charts. It's simple. Open iTunes, click on the iTunes store, search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Then click on Ratings and Reviews. Under the Customer Reviews, click Write a Review. Then let us know what you think from one to five stars. If you need some help, help, think of one star being Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the road company of the last five years, and five stars being free front row tickets to Hamilton. (laughs) Although, when you think about it, I actually would give five stars to the road company of Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the last five years, because I think that would be Uh, awesome. I would love to hear, can I hear moving too fast as Paul? (laughs) (laughs) That's the the one I really want. Jesus shakes the goddess. (laughs) Since you're Erica Schwartz and Danica Weiss. And the Handelman twins. <laughs> so there you go. You can also leave a comment if you like. That's it. That's your reviews. It. Send us Thank your you. reviews, Please. friends. Thank you. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Our Favorite Things. Happy Throwback Thursday, yes, everybody. Happy Throwback Thursday. Kevin, how's your week going? It's, it's going really good, actually. It's been a little busy lately, but it's yeah? been good. Yeah. Kevin, tell me yeah. what you've been up to. Um, well, I, I saw some shows recently. i finally seen some shows. What'd you see? I saw The King and I <gasps> with the unicorn that is Kelly O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> you meant like an actual unicorn. No, no, no. Well, <clears throat> all the unicorns, all the other unicorns I know are all in a show called Shuffle Along. <laughs> oh. I want to see that as well. But oh, my I gosh. I yes. feel like that's going to be like getting tickets to Hamilton, honestly. You've got so many amazing people in Shuffle Along. Though. Yeah. But I saw King and I. Uh, it was, it blew me away. I was sitting downstage. I was sitting house right all the way to the end. So when the open, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but the opening sequence, when the first scene happens where the yeah. ship comes out, it like took my breath away like it was so i couldn't believe that that was happening on stage it was that's so really cool and the performances were were beautiful the king was good it was the original king ken watanabe and he was very 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 good very a little childish in, in his interpretation of it in in that not <laughs> that's not a comment that's just the, his take on it um but kelly o'hara man oh gosh the whole thing was just beautiful <laughs> he said original king i thought you meant Hugh brenner <laughs> It's like he has to stop. No, he does. He has time, to stop. To let it go. Let's Yule. go, Huel. Jeez, like, come on. Let's do something else with your life. He's going into fun home as the dad. It's very exciting. I am gay. Oh gosh. Etc. 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 How was your you week? Ever, oh, mine was great. Mine was really good. I'm happy you came over. You rescued me. I was watching the Jeffersons, and uh, it's a very traumatic episode. Wheezy got kidnapped. Oh. <laughs> But, oh my god! They realized Wheezy wasn't kidnapped. It was Florence the maid who was kidnapped. Oh, but geez. kidnappers thought it was Wheezy. Um, so I'm happy you came. Wow. I'm happy you came. Very that's dramatic. What I, though. That's what I was doing today. So dramatic. <laughs> and then Hugh Brenner showed up to save Wheezy. <laughs> etc. 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 Do you ever see that Saturday Night Live skit with Phil Hartman and Jan Hooks? And F- Jan Hooks is the host of a community theater public access television show and she's interviewing phil hartman uh-uh. and he's he's saying well you know i'm excited i'm gonna be playing the king and you know the king and i and she goes oh that's fantastic you know when are you gonna shave your head and he goes oh i don't plan on 
shaving my head. And it throws Jan Hooks into this tizzy. He's like, what do you mean you're not going to shave your head? And you have to shave your head. And that's how every role it's always been. Play with the shaved head. And he breaks down in tears. And Nora Dunn comes out as his wife. And she's like, leave him alone. He doesn't have to impersonate Huel Brenner. You want Huel Brenner? Dig him up. Oh. Have you ever seen this? No, it's so I can't weird. find it on YouTube. I think it's one that's of the so funniest specific. things. It is. I was just like, it's so brilliant, like, though. Wow. That he wouldn't like. And so after he calms down, she says to him, she goes, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, you know, what are you going to be playing after the king and the king? And I goes, well, I'm going to be Daddy Warbucks and Annie. And that's how the scene blacks out. That's I always funny. thought it was so funny. I like that they did like a musical theater reference Saturday Night Live sketch. They would do that yeah. every once they in a while. They like the West Side Story one where they were all like hanging out on the yeah, stoop. Yeah. And they're like, da-da. And they start singing. And they're like, what? What are you? What are you doing? You're, why are you singing? That's it's so a Norm Macdonald, right? Yeah, he's like, what are you, why are you singing like that? It's, it's, it's weird. You're just singing for no reason. It's, so it's a good Norm Macdonald. Wait, have you up. seen? Have you seen the one where it, it was making fun of the Cats commercial? Do you remember the, they would they would interview the people coming out of Cats, yes. and they would go, "Oh my god!" Or they would no, there was another show. I can't remember what the other show was, but they go, "I loved it. It was better than Cats." Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Well, they did one where it was a magician. And he hypnotized the whole audience, so they would all come out Uh-oh. being, I loved it, <laughs> it was better than Cats. And, they, and no matter who they interviewed, they were under a hypnotic there. That was an SNL skit? That was an SNL skit. Brilliant. Yeah, I think that's on YouTube somewhere. We'll post that for our listeners. Do we um, actually post these things when we say we do? <laughs> I can't remember if I, don't I do. Know. I don't know if I do either. I write them down. But... I don't know. Why are you... I'm busy. Wheezy is kidnapped. <laughs> Weezy Jefferson is being kidnapped, right. and you want me to do Facebook stuff? Where are your priorities, man? <laughs> God. Thank God Jefferson's, it was just Florence. Yeah. If it's Florence, I it's have time now to do this. It's just Marla Gibbs. God bless her. We should give some shout-outs to people. I would love to give some shout-outs to people. Who, a couple oh, people yes, to I thanks. would love to give shout-outs to yeah. people. Yes. We have a, well, a, a great man that you might know. My husband. Yes. My husband. You know, when Kevin and I decided that we were going to do this podcast, um, it, we couldn't do it alone. We just, and that's not a segue into a Chicago song. We just, thank you. Thank you. We just, we really couldn't do it yeah. alone. And there have been a lot of people who have been really, really helpful and supportive, supportive, supportive and generous and giving of their time that uh, we just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge. So, yes. who, who's the first person on your first list? This one is, in fact, your husband. My and husband. Producer. Yes. Uh, who who uh, is, goes by the name of Daniel Gutierrez. Daniel Gutierrez, yes. who, uh, my wonderful husband, yeah. who bought us. The podcast equipment that we need, the soundboard and the we microphones. We schlep uh, microphones and uh, soundboard with us everywhere we go when we visit our, uh, our, our, our legends. We lug it around with us everywhere. Well, so. You mostly lug it around, Rob. Thank oh, you. Oh, please. No, my God. And so uh, if you want to look up Daniel, he's on uh, Twitter at Dan, J-A-M-G-U-T. Dan Jam Gut. Daniel James Guterres. Ah, I like it. See, this is a little That's abbreviation. That's because I'm at Kev Dave Tom. That's true. Yes. That's true. I'm at Rob W. Schneider. Ooh. So people don't confuse so they don't get you me with, with the other the Rob, other Rob Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> that never happens. Never. Uh, also, uh, we want to thank Jeremy Siner, who set everything up on our WordPress and iTunes uh, with our podcast getting us going. He's on Twitter at J.R. Siner. S-E-I-N-E-R. He's a great guy. Yeah, and I haven't so, met him yet. Oh, he's wonderful. He did all of this stuff for us. He's, he's so ta- I mean, and I know nothing about 
any of this stuff, mm-hmm. and Jeremy's been helpful. Um, Andrew Greenberg, a Penn Stater. I teach at Penn State, and Andrew is one of my students at Penn State. Andrew is doing all of our Facebook stuff for us. And if you want to follow the brilliant Andrew Greenberg, remember that's going to be a name to remember. At A.M. Greenberg, B-E-R-G. Once again, that is at A.M. Greenberg, B-E-R-G. And then the person who, like, transformed our lives through Instagram, um, you know <laughs> My very wife, well. Your beautiful Sutton wife. Crawford. She, uh, she, she loves social media, so she was happy to help us out with our Twitter account and Instagram account. So if you see things posted, either Andrew posted it or Sutton posted it. And she's amazing, and she's brilliant at it. And you actually might know Kevin and Sutton from another <laughs> medium, which I don't think we've ever talked we about actually before. Haven't ever. I usually don't talk that much about it, but Sutton and I were on a, a reality uh, or docu-series, as they call it, on ABC Family last year. We actually got married on it. Uh, called uh, Becoming Us, which was uh, documenting Sutton's family uh, and their mm, transition and uh, coming to terms with Sutton's stepfather, who is transgender, going from male to female. I think that's so cool, though. And then uh, the person who designed our wonderful logo uh, from the goodness, out of the goodness of his heart, is the wonderful Jesse Ruckert. Uh, Jesse's a brilliant designer and brilliant at marketing, uh, living in Los Angeles now. So if you ever need anything, hit him up. Uh, he'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> at Jesse Ruckert, R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. That's one more time. That's at Jesse Ruckert, R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Hit him up. Uh, these are our folks. These are our people. These are the people who believed in us. So yeah. we just wanted to give a special shout out to them. Thanks, guys. So now, launching into our throwback right. Thursday. <laughs> Kevin, what do you got? What do you All got? All righty then. So mine's a little different from the way we've been going before because mine is neither a recording, a YouTube clip, a book, or anything. Mine is actually a person. A person? Yes. And there's some, uh, this is with some bittersweetness that I uh, go into this one because this is a person that I had really wanted to get for our podcast. Mm. This is a legend that I really, he was on my list of people for this next round that we're going to have. And unfortunately, uh, passed away uh, about a month ago in early March. Uh, his name is Jack Lee, and he was a very legendary music director um, in the, boy, started out in the late 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, thousands, aughts. I met him in 2002, but I talked to him on the phone in 1998 because I was picking at the time between two colleges, NYU, the CAP 21 program at Tisch, or Baldwin-Wallace, which is where I went. And Jack had the luxury of was familiar with both programs. He he taught at Cap Twenty One or at Tisch School of the Arts, but he also graduated from Baldwin Wallace back in the fifties and knew the program because he knew my mentor Vicky Bussert. And so Vicky had me when I was in high school. I called him up and I was so scared. And he's an old school show business kind of guy. Um, you might. Some might use curmudgeony, but I would never use that word with him because, but he did have sort of a stretch kind of voice and a mentality sometimes. He didn't like phoniness, didn't like phony acting. He was all about singing the truth in the music. Uh, and so when I called him, I was very intimidated and very scared, but he was like, I don't. He was very friendly and he, would, he gave me his opinion on where I should go to school based on his experience in, in, at, at both schools. And he basically uh, encouraged me to go to the smaller program, to Baldwin Wallace, even though he was a teacher. He said, don't ever tell anybody. And here I am telling everybody, but I think it's okay. It's okay now. uh, Yeah, he totally changed my life. And then I met up with him again when I came to New York City. But Jack was a music, original music director on Grand Hotel, my one and only, with Tommy Toon. He had a good friendship with Tommy Toon and did a lot of his shows. He was the original MD on Irene uh, with Debbie Reynolds. Wow. Uh, and he told me lots of great stories about, you know, the there are a lot of dramatic things happen on the road with Irene, and 
he told me a lot of those tales you know, of the when they had to fire the director, um, John Gilgut, I think, was the original director, and then he, yeah. he left, and then in Toronto, and there was a whole big change over there. But he had a lot of great stories and insight on that at the time. And so when I moved to New York City, um, he took me under his wing. Uh, I looked him up, and I said, you really, have, you know, I don't know if you remember this phone call we had, but you totally changed my life. And I said, I can't, I don't have a lot of money, but I'd love to coach with you. And he was like, you know what? you don't have to pay me anything. If I ever need help around the house or I need you to organize something, I'll have you do that. He never did in like three years. But And he coached me like every week for free. Oh, and, really? And, and, and I'm not alone here. Like I, I felt like my that this is a testament to how special teachers are and what how it, one person can affect the life of, of, of so many people. Because Jack did this with like hundreds of people. I'm, I'm so, I feel like so singular in my experience, but he was so special in that he cultivated so many artists. And my, when he passed away in March, I saw all these posts on Facebook and all these people that had been affected by this, this one individual. Um, and he was uh, truly a special, special man who um, really believed in the art of show business in a, in a positive way. He would take me to see shows. I mean, I would, you know, he, you know, wanted to see shows together. So I went to see You're in Town with him and went to dinner afterwards with Lonnie Price and Jeff Blumenkrantz and Vicki Clark. And it was like, I was a 21-year-old who, you know, so green and so excited for anything show busy. Yeah. And it was, we went to like Joe Allen's, you know, like just as cliche as like, I think Kirk Douglas sat at the table <laughs> behind us and Ryan King was at it. I'm not making this. And it was like, my mind was blown. And I was, of course, nervous and didn't talk the whole time. But it was, it was, it was, he showed me amazing things. And as far as the business and as far as teaching me, you know, to be a better actor and singer. Yeah. So Jack Lee, Jack Lee for the win. That's wonderful. Yeah. What? Geez, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I remember was, when we did start the podcast, he was at the top of your list. I know. He was at the top. He was the first person you, and it's, you it, threw out. And it's like, oh, I, you, why didn't I reach out to him quicker? You know, I waited two months too late, you know, and it's it kind of. You can't think like that, but you can't help but think like that at the same time. You but know? I think actually this is a nice reminder. You know, you don't know life is precious. I know that sounds yes. so cliche, no, but life it's is precious for a reason. But if you have a mentor out there, email them now. Thank Call them, them now thank and just them. thank them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like I, I, he mentored me for so long and then I went away on tour and I did stuff and I, he knew. I, I didn't go back as much as I should have. But we get busy and we get doing things. But I just... I but isn't regret that, not. But isn't that what he wanted? Didn't he want you to thrive? Well, I, I hope so. I mean, that's what I, as now I mentor people like you do, and yeah. I feel the same way. I feel like I'm happy if you just go off, <laughs> fly, young birdie. But I'd rather, yeah, do, I'd rather you, you know? say I'm too busy. Yeah. I can't. I can't yeah. talk. That makes me happy. That he's means a, something's he's right. He's a real special, special guy. Uh, are there any interviews of him anywhere? Do you know? You know, I don't know, and I, I should don't look know. that up. I, because I, I did a little research on him uh, when I saw that he passed away, and there, there wasn't a lot. I, I was bummed that not more people knew who he was yeah a lot a couple of people knew him more recently because he did before it came to broadway souvenir when we interviewed judy yes. Kay, she talked about that yeah i saw him in it in the in like 2005 i wanted 2004 um he did it off broadway and he played cosmo uh, oh yeah the piano player actor guy that oh the story because he was an actor in the olden days he played he worked at cleveland playhouse <laughs> And he was uh, he was an actor, and then he became a music director. That's really yeah. cool. Well, yeah. thank thank your mentors. Yeah, yeah. Take the time out today and, and do that. Yeah, I think that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm. He leaves behind a great legacy. Indeed. of work. We raise our Dunkin' Donuts. I will raise my coffee to that to him. So excuse so, me, I have uh, to take a yeah, sip. Go for it. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. My to coffee. Jack to Jack So, uh, what's yours today, Rob? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so mine is a movie. Mm-mm. Mine is a movie today. And it's not even really considered a musical, except there are a couple of elements that make it that way. So, here, here we go. I don't know if you've ever seen this. And if our viewers have seen it, please share your recollections with us. Um, you know, when you think of great musical theater actresses, you think of Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman. And you think of Bernadette Peters. Totally. And you think of Audra McDonald. Patty LuPone. Patty LuPone. How about Sally Ross? Sally Ross. Have you ever seen Sally Ross? I. You haven't, because she's fictional. Okay, because I was like. <laughs> she doesn't no. exist. <laughs> no. Except in oh a brilliant goodness. movie, and I mean brilliant with a capital B, um, The Fan. Have you ever seen The Fan? No, I don't even know what this is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so The Fan was a movie that they used to play on, like, the movie channel, TMC, uh-huh. like, back in the 90s all the time. And it's Lauren Bacall, and she's a Broadway actress named Sally Ross. She's just broken up her relationship with James Garner. Lauren Bacall and James Garner did a lot of movies together, mm. but that's a whole other point. Mm. Um, and Sally Ross is being stalked. She's a Broadway actress oh, who is being stalked fan. by a fan oh. who writes her all these letters uh, that go unanswered and unreturned. And finally, her secretary, played by Maureen Stapleton, <gasps> yes. says, writes a letter back to the fan saying, no more of these letters. Yeah, no mas. And so the fan begins killing everyone around Lauren Bacall to get to her. Creepy. Now, what makes it even creepier is Lauren Bacall's character is going to be in a musical for yes. the first time. Oh, my gosh. She's never been in a musical before. When was this filmed? 1981. And there's an amazing backstory so right to this before, film. like, Woman of the Year. It comes out while she's doing oh Woman of the Year. Um, 1981. The musical that she's in is called Never Say Never. Never Say Never. And it features this amazing song called <laughs> Hearts, Not Diamonds. And you only see it sung once in the show on opening night. And it's Lauren Bacall. Uh-uh. And she's sitting in this like blue sequin dress on a stool. And she's like, hearts, not diamonds. <laughs> but she's smoking while she's singing. Oh, like There's they did just back a, then. Just oh, a yeah. lit cigarette while she's sitting on this stool. It's the most amazing thing. Do you know who wrote I was Hearts Not Diamonds? Who wrote Hearts Not Diamonds? The amazing team of Marvin Hamlish <gasps> and Tim Rice. Tim Rice? Marvin Hamlish did the music. Tim Rice did the lyrics. That's kind of a pairing I never would have guessed. I would never have guessed it at all. I honestly... Because the song... I. This is weird. The song is not amazing, and I can't tell if it... I think it's because it's supposed to be reflective of the type of show right. she like might kind be. of a pistache kind of like... Yeah, you know, or the fact they were like, well, it's Lauren Bacall. She doesn't really She's sing got sing. a four-note range. Yeah, and so yeah. we'll stick a cigarette in her hand and we'll sit her on oh, the stool. Oh, my goodness. Um, I... Okay, so this movie is very campy. That's the bottom line. Yes. But it's still a wonderful thriller. 
it got a lot of bad press when it first came out, and I couldn't figure out why. So I did all this research on it. Do you want to hear some cool stories? Uh, bring it. And if you don't like it, just you know, turn me off and you know, go do something else for a little bit. <laughs> um, go find out what happened to Wheezy because I'm still concerned. <laughs> it's based on a book. Okay. And the book is just a series of letters back and forth. So it's, it's you know, letter from Sally, letter mm-hmm. from the stalker, blah, 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 blah. And the book comes out in 1978. And the book is before celebrity stalking sort of came to the forefront in the oh. news. Does that make sense? Yes, no, totally. So there really isn't a lot. There's no, uh, it's not offensive in any way. It's just an interesting book. Right. Fictional. It's you know, fictional. Like completely. You know, like we had never seen anything creepy like that. Exactly. Yet. In uh-huh. real life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, how ready for this, it's going to be made into a movie with Elizabeth Taylor. Mm-hmm. She drops out, so mm-hmm. they put Lauren Bacall in. They are filming at the same time John Lennon gets killed. Ooh. Guess who John Lennon's neighbor is in the Dakota? Lauren Bacall. Lauren Bacall. And all of the people in the building were like, you can't do this. You oh, can't wow. film this. This is so inappropriate. How could you do this? How could you do this? Like a little too close to home. Yeah. And she's, and so she goes, well, it's, it's fine. She goes, it's totally fine because it's, you know, it's really more about a woman's growth and what happens to a mature woman at a certain age. She doesn't realize what the final edit's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Then a couple of months after John Lennon is killed, Reagan is shot. Yeah, outside the UN. And why is Reagan shot? Because John Hinckley Crazy has an fan. obsession with Jodie Foster. Wow. And then two months later, the fan is released. And so everyone goes, this is in really bad taste, and it's really totally. sensationalized, and how could you capitalize off of these things? And here's the other thing. The movie's direction looks nothing like what Lauren Bacall said it was, was told it was going to be, mm-hmm. because she was told it was going to be you know, this growth about a woman. It's not. It's bloody and it's gory and it's sensationalized. And Lauren Bacall actually disowned the movie. She's like, this is not the movie that I signed up for. I heard she was kind of a tough woman sometimes. Yeah. She but, could, oh, no, absolutely. And, and, and you don't cross her. No, 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 but no, man, no, no. They, they certainly deceived her a little bit. On I, that, well, I think, think, well, the director, it was his first time ever directing a film because he was mostly <laughs> known. His first time but, ever he's directing oh, seriously. Lauren Bacall. Yeah, and he gets Lauren Bacall, oh, James luck. Garner, Maureen Stapleton, Jeez. Hector Elizondo. Yeah. Um, and he was mostly known as a commercial director. So every once in a while, there's like that commercial close-up. So you expect Lauren Bacall to be like, I like High Point Coffee. <laughs> Friskies Mar- or whatever she did. Marlboro Lights, are, Marlboro my way lights to go. are my type of thing. But the movie I think is great. The All movie right. I think still works. And it also has one of my favorite actresses in it, Maureen Stapleton. Gotta love Maureen Stapleton. Who apparently was amazing on stage, didn't leave a lot of film work behind. Yeah. I heard I heard a story about her. Because you know she was a little bit you know, like, drink, drink, like drinky, 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 allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yes. Our lawyers have said we have to use allegedly before we, we, we tell these stories. Oh, okay. So allegedly. Allegedly, she liked the sauce. Allegedly, she would get, allegedly, she was wasted. She was shit-faced all the time. Allegedly, allegedly. she was shit-faced. <laughs> um, brilliant actress, but allegedly a shit-faced. Wasted. So, do you know the story about the Bye Bye Birdie cast no. party? No, but I'm, I'm excited for this. <laughs> okay, so if you remember, she's in the Bye Bye Birdie Movie, yes, right. With Paul Lind, with Paul, married, right? <laughs> yes, it's just, that's also just a, like love, a little just bit more. The, I'm sure they had a great time at night when they would go to bed. Yes, um, <laughs> I got he. He's another. He's an, another obsession. If we can that have, we have Paul Lind in every podcast, I'm okay with that. Like, I heard another story about Paul Lind. Okay, wait a minute. I got like all these stories. Okay, Maureen Stapleton. 
uh, rap party for Bye Bye Birdie. Yes. Remember? So, okay. So, apparently, everyone stood up to give a toast at the rap party. Uh-huh. And all the executives, all they toasted was Anne Margaret. They didn't really mention Dick Van Dyke. They really didn't mention the success of the film. They were just like, Anne Margaret, what a great star. Anne Margaret, what a great star. Anne Margaret. And Maureen Stapleton, who's wasted, gets up with her glass and goes, Well, looks like I'm the only one here who doesn't want to fuck Anne Margaret. <laughs> And is probably tr- right. And it's probably true. <laughs> now, another story, allegedly. Alleged- this is the big one. Allegedly. Okay. 1980, 81. Picture it. Picture, picture it. Sicily. <laughs> Maureen Stapleton and Elizabeth Taylor are doing the Little Foxes in Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, and they get invited to Ronald and Nancy Reagan's mm. party, right? The White House party. Mm. And they're in the receiving line. And, of course, Maureen Stapleton apparently allegedly has allegedly had a little too again. much to drink. This is an alleged story. I don't know if, if this is true or not. Um, and they knew Nan- – she and Liz Taylor knew Nancy Reagan before she was right. Nancy Reagan. She yeah, was an actress, act- Nancy yeah. Davis. And they got to the receiving line, and Maureen Stapleton looks at Nancy Reagan and goes, Paul says hello. Nancy Reagan just looks at her stone-faced. Repeats it again. Paul says Hello. And Liz Taylor, sensing that, like, it's a little awkward, awkward. goes, she goes, oh, Liz, you know, Maureen, maybe Nancy doesn't remember Paul. And she goes, yeah, she did. She f***ed him. <gasps> In the whole receiving line. And then, of course, she gets <laughs> moved along. Like so that. there you go. Those are my Maureen Stapleton oh, stories. You. So, yes. So my obsession, the fan. And mine is Jack Lee. Jack Lee, the great Jack Lee. Um, See if you can find Hearts Not Diamonds and see if you can find some interviews with Jack Lee because it sounds like he was a special guy. He was, definitely. Yeah. What a great throwback Thursday. Yeah, good throwback. All right. If you guys have memories of these things, please post on our Facebook. We'd love to hear your memories. We'd love to hear your anecdotes. And if you're a member of Maureen Stapleton's family, you can contact my lawyers, (laughs) Salino and Barnes, (laughs) (laughs) which are advertised all the time here. They'll help. They'll get me a $9 million settlement. Selena and Barnes, you now owe us money for your advertising, your free advertising. I'm Rob Schneider. I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this was uh, Throwback Thursday. My favorite things. My favorite things. Throwback Thursday. Hashtag. Hashtag. That's what all the young kids say now. Hashtag. They just hashtag everything. Hashtag throwback. Hashtag TBH. Hashtag TBT. What does that mean? Throwback oh. Thursday. Then what the hell's TBH? <laughs> I don't know what H stands for. Throwback Hamilton? No. Tomorrow. I don't know. Clary. No. <laughs> I don't know. What does TBH stand for? I don't know where you even came up with that. I don't know. Well, throwback. But th- you could do that too. Throwback Her- Herrera? Throwback Harada. Throwback and Harada. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that means. All right. We'll right. talk to you later. Bye. And warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.